Shalom. I'm Darla Fields, and this is the podcast for Origin Gates. Now, the last time that we met together and talked, we talked about birth portions. And over the next several months, I will be introducing several birth portions uh, to you from a Hebraic perspective. Now, if you listen to the podcast in January, I gave you a website to go to to enter your um, the date that you were born, the year that you were born, and this would bring up specific scriptures that pertain to your life. And I would encourage you to go back and re-listen to that podcast in January um, so that we can move forward for this particular podcast today. The birth portion that I want to talk about today is the birth portion called Shimini. Shimini means on the eighth day, and it's found in the birth portion from Leviticus 9 to 11. Now, a lot of people would say, I don't understand. I don't get this because when I read this, it doesn't make any sense to my life. Again, we're coming from a Hebrew perspective and how these were written and given. And so I'm going to break this one down for you today, and hopefully it will make better sense to you. Ecclesiastes tells us there is a time to be born. And so before you came to this earth, according to Jeremiah, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And there is, he said, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. And so if we understand that before we came to this earth, we were these uh, meoras in the heavens, these illuminations in the heavens, and we were being um, groomed for a, to be on the earth at a specific time for a specific reason with a specific purpose, then we understand when we came from light form and allowed skin to cover us, there is a reason, there is a purpose for you to be here. And it is written on your scroll that we've been given this opportunity to live on this earth for a certain amount of time and to achieve some specific things for the kingdom of heaven that dwells inside of us. And with that in mind, we are here at a specific time, born at a specific time, as Ecclesiastics tells us that we are here, and we agreed to this. So today's specific Torah portion, Shemini, comes from the word Shmone, which means the number eight. That If you were saying the number eight in Hebrew, you would say Shmone, meaning eight. And so Shimini is the eighth day. So let me break this down for you. The world was created in six days, Genesis chapter 1. And then it says, on the seventh day, Genesis chapter 2, verse 1, Yahweh rested on the seventh day. So as a good Hebrew, as a good Jew, we would say, okay, seven days, there was this completion. So what happens on the eighth day? 
Ah, that's a very good question because now we come to the Torah portion that represents the eighth day. If we take the letters in the word Shmone and break them down to their Paleo-Hebrew, this is what happens on the eighth day. Those letters represent destroy the chaos, behold life. In other words, if you were born for such a time as this, and this is your Torah portion, it's saying that you must destroy the chaos in your life in order to behold a new beginning or new life. The number eight means new beginnings. And so in order to step into the new beginnings, the new life, the new season, you have to step out of the old season. You cannot have carryover from the old into the new, or you will repeat what happened in the old. In other words, if you are desiring to move forward in your life, you have to step out of the old and into the new. Otherwise, you are creating the new season in your life out of the old, and therefore you can predict that the same thing is going to happen. If you look at chapter 9, Leviticus chapter 9, we see here that the priesthood is being established. And in other words, it is a clean realm that is being established. And in chapter 9, at the end of chapter 9, they offer a sacrifice that is accepted. This awesome thing happens and the people of Israel go, oh my goodness, this is awesome. Therefore, it is holy. Then we go to chapter 10. We see these two sons of Aaron's, Aaron that come along, Nadav and Abihu, who now bring something unclean into the tabernacle and they themselves are destroyed. And again, Israel says, Oh my goodness. So in these two chapters, we see a clean realm that is established and something awesome happens. We see an unclean realm that is stepped into and something awesome happens. And Israel goes, oh my goodness. And then in chapter 11, we see the establishing of a clean animal and an unclean animal. In other words, to take a clean animal into the, the temple or the tabernacle at that time for sacrifice distinguishes what will be accepted. And when you bring something unclean into the tabernacle or the temple, there's something different that will happen. And so there's this protocol that is established on the eighth day that will br- that m- that brings a clean realm and this will happen but if you step into an unclean realm this will happen and so really what is being established in chapter 11 of Leviticus is there are some unclean things that are not acceptable in the sacred holy temple or the sacred holy tabernacle And there are clean things that are acceptable. So on the eighth day, he is teaching us or he is teaching you to recognize clean 
and unclean realms. If we take the word unclean, it's the Hebrew word tameh, T-A-M-E, and it's pronounced tameh. And if I break it down into its Paleo-Hebrew form, just those three letters mean inside chaos strength. In other words, unclean is this, that the inside is chaos and it's very strong. What does this mean? Well, have you ever eaten something that did not agree with your body? and you had some rumblings in your abdomen that were sending you a message that I don't my that my flesh my body is not agreeing with this and you had to make a trip to the restroom that's what happened that day when these two sons Nadav and Abihu brought something unclean into a sacred clean realm Yahweh said this is unacceptable. And therefore, there was a strong reaction from heaven to earth, from Yahweh into the tabernacle that was created. And because of the uh, uncleanliness that it brought on the inside, the word for clean is tahor, T-A-H-O-R. And if I break this word down into its Paleo-Hebrew form, it means this. Inside, breath, authority. In other words, what it is saying here is that inside the breath is the authority. Now, what does this mean? What it basically means is this, that on the inside of the temple, The breath is the authority. So in other words, what this is saying is this, that if you go on the, into the tabernacle in the old days or in the ancient times, that the breath would reveal the authority on the outside. If we take this and understand what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? You are bought with a price, and therefore you do not belong to yourself. In other words, what you carry on the inside of you, which is the sacred holy temple, That is your authority to govern by. But the fruit that is produced on the outside of you will reveal what is on the inside of you. There's a great scripture found in Matthew 23, verses 25 through 27. And Yeshua is confronting the religious system and teachers of the day. And he says this, Woe to you Torah scholars and Pharisees, You hypocrites, you clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and uncontrolled desire. Verse 26, O blind Pharisees, first clean the inside of the cup and dish 
so that the outside may become clean as well. Verse 27, Woe to you Torah scholars and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. You see, what Yeshua was addressing that day was this particular Torah portion. Because remember, when Yeshua was speaking this, at that time, there was not a New Testament written. Everything that he was addressing and everything that Paul was addressing and every book of the New Testament was was not written at that time. They were basing everything on the what we would know today as the Old Testament or the Torah and the prophets. So we see here, Yeshua is speaking to them this day regarding Leviticus chapter 9 through 11, saying, first, clean the inside and, and walk in a clean realm, and that will produce what your fruit will be on the outside realm. But he was saying that the religious system of that day had not taken care of the inside. Therefore, they were, everything that they were doing was in an unclean realm. They were producing things that were from an unclean realm and causing everyone that they were teaching to walk in, a, in an unclean way because they were more concerned about the appearance on the outside than taking care of what was on the inside. We can see this again addressed by Yeshua in John chapter 3 when he has a conversation with a man named Nicodemus and he says to him, I tell you, this is in John chapter 3 verse 3, I tell you, unless one is born again from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus asks him a question in verse 4. How can a man be born when he is old? He cannot re-enter his mother's womb a second time. And Yeshua says, Amen, amen, I tell you, unless one is born again from above, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You see, what we must understand is this, my brothers and sisters, that we must be born again from the inside out and that our outward will reflect our inward. This is what it means to walk in a clean realm from the inside out. And so, If this is your birth portion, you must begin to take care of the inside, take care of the chaos on the inside before you can step into a new season and behold the real life of what truly you are purposed to be here for on this earth. I'm Darla Fields. This is Origin Gate Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this and I'll begin I'll be with you again in uh next month and I hope that you will join me. Shalom.